the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening. Happy Monday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We are starting a new week here. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight to share this. I am streaming right now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Also on all the apps, tune in and iHeart, all the ways the kids listen to radio these days. And did you guys know that 90% of all Americans, I think, I think that's the stat I heard, are actually listening to radio now. More people are getting their information from radio, thank goodness, than any other source, because we know that that's really where the conservative message gets out. And I'm honored to have you guys with me tonight. I'm not streaming live on Facebook because I'm actually from home right now. I will be back with some Facebook Live soon, but I'm, I'm locked away at home in the bunker here, not with coronavirus, so don't go be spreading any conspiracy theories. Hey, we'd love to hear from you guys tonight. How was your Easter? Uh, what are your thoughts about um, did 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 the stay at home orders during Easter? Did that somehow make it worse for you? Were you cool with it? Where are you at with this as President Trump today begins thinking about how he's going to reopen America? would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show there. And go to our special cool club of people on Facebook, the Kaniacs Group, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. And did you guys know I'm the only conservative female host in San Diego? That's true. Um, shout out to my my buddy DJ Carrot Sticks. He's off tonight and tomorrow night, but have no fear because y'all know that that means my man DJ Potato Skins is here. When DJ Carrot Sticks is away, is it about potatoes? DJ Potato Skins is here on Andrea K. And we will make potatoes great again. Thank you, thank you very much, DJ, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Andrea, it was just weird uh have it i mean the easter was fine it was still able to partake in a lot of the you know yummy food ate by myself though i took a drive up the coast with my son along the beach we stayed in the car looked at the water listened to the radio and podcasts came home he went and did his thing and i ended up eating easter alone which was which it, it was fine it was just different yeah um did it did it, uh, it for some people they were cool with some of the shutdown stuff, um, but it's one thing to say, okay, we're cool with shutdowns, and it's another thing 
when the shutdowns, it's, it's an Easter weekend, which is for, for most Christians, this is our biggest, most important holiday that, w- that we celebrate. And it's so it's one thing to go into Easter weekend with these shutdowns to where people can congregate in droves at Walmart, but they can't congregate at a church. Yeah, that, that we, makes no sense to me. It's like and I'm, and I'm for one that I don't understand. And, and I think that churches should be left up to the individual because I definitely have always seen churches as an essential service. Walmart's open, but a church is not. I mean, that makes no sense to me. Well, none of this makes sense because, and and in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. When you're picking and choosing, and now it's even gotten worse because we don't just have governors and state uh, and other uh, state and local officials picking and choosing which businesses to stay open, um, but we actually now have some governors around the country literally deciding what you're allowed to buy once you're in the store. You know, we've got a girl... Um, that was playing basketball by herself somewhere. And then the city came and took the hoop down. So, you know, I, I, we've got Ed Martin, who's going to be here with a pro America report in a little bit to talk about president Trump reopening uh, this country. And it needs to happen ASAP because this, I like what the, he said too. He said, governor, sorry, not your decision. This is my call, not yours. Well, well, that's a great question for Ed coming up because in addition to Ed being somebody who's just an insider and understands the political scene uh, from, you know, at all levels of government and actually ran for Congress, Congress. He was former chief of staff for someone. He's also an attorney. And that's a great question we've got for Ed, because we must reopen this country. And the longer and they are fighting tooth and nail. You if you if you understand what's going on with Fauci, they are doing everything that they can to to keep these shutdowns going for as long as they can. They need more people to begin to get complacent and begin to accept the tyranny that's going on at every level of our government. They need to create more and more people becoming dependent. One of the things that they're hoping to gain out of this long term is the impact on businesses in the form of, is there ever going to be a business again, DJ uh, Potato Skins, is going to be able to hire somebody without offering paid sick leave anytime they get a hangnail? Yeah, that, I know. I, it, it's, right. it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's, what, uh, that, it, just, what, it really just boggles my mind. One of the reasons why President Trump created the the economic success that he did was by removing regulations on businesses. And now that the Fauci's and Burks's were able to, through voodoo, you remember the term voodoo economics through voodoo virus science were able to convince President Trump to shut down the, this government. Um, it, it, the the government then then the response is government shuts down all these businesses and, and tells them that they got to shut you know they got to close their doors, which is a constitutional nightmare on its own. Um, but then the solution is when they shut down businesses and destroy small businesses and, and take jobs away from people, then they go, oh well, here's the government solution in the form of controlling businesses, telling, you know, dangling money out to businesses and then telling them, we'll give you this money, but you have to do X, Y, and Z for your employees. And so, you know, that we've, we've now got the beginnings of lawsuits there. We're seeing a lot of advertisements now with major law firms looking for class action lawsuits against businesses. Uh, we had strike last week, fast food workers, one of the few industries that's allowed to stay open fast food. You can't go to a church this weekend on Easter service, potato skins and sit in your car, but drive through restaurants. That's cool. Right. So then we had all these striker, these workers striking last week saying they need hazard pay, increase in wages. You know, so my kids it, have been very sensible. Both of them work full time in the food service industry in, in fast food. And would they like more money? Sure. But they're also very grateful that they just even have a job right now. So it's like, come on, guys. I mean, just well, some, com- some common sense. 
Well, you, you brought your kids up right. What's happening? And this isn't about they're, they're saying that they need the hazard pay and all this stuff because they're being forced to work, you know, at a time in which as though uh, because of coronavirus. And this go, then goes back to the issue I have with Fauci and Burks uh, misleading the American people into thinking that this is a general population pandemic. And anybody out there, we're all human killing machines. Anybody can get it. And anybody who gets within, you know, five feet and 11 inches of you is going to automatically have you drop dead. I'm, I'm being hyper for for a reason here but these workers are exploiting the situation just like the left is and well in fact they are because this is unions trying to maximize this to try to get fast food workers unionized i i want to talk a little bit about fauci because uh, fauci started twin at Backing into this, he goes to the press conference today and he starts chewing a pine cone, as we say in business, sucking up to Trump because on CNN, he was on CNN this weekend saying that we could have Trump could have saved more lives if he had done this mitigation sooner. And it didn't happen because there was pushback. Well, at the time that Fauci is saying that he proposed these shutdowns uh, in February was past the point in which Trump had already done travel bans. It was at a point in which Trump does travel bans in January. In January, Fauci is still telling everybody there's parroting the World Health Organization. Uh, it's a minuscule chance of getting it. Fauci saying the same thing in mid-February. Trump of February 4th and the State of the Union is telling people, you know, um, this you know, I, I'm on top of this Wuhan virus situation. Fauci's still saying nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about. Into March, he's still saying nothing to worry about. Now he's coming out, potato skins, and saying, I pushed, I pushed for greater than this. And, the, and, and Trump then tweeted out uh, a tweet from Deanna Lorraine uh, about uh, all of that, the timeline of which Fauci is telling everybody not to worry about anything. And now he's going and blaming President Trump. I think what do Fauci, you think, Andrea? I'm ready for well, Fauci to go. Well, I think what happened was fire Fauci started twendi- trending a week ago on Twitter for a few reasons. Saw that, yeah, because they went in mid-March now at a time in which Fauci was, according to Fauci, at the same time he was telling the public there was nothing to worry about. He was going to Trump to try to get shutdowns. And according to his own words, he got pushback from Trump. Well, of course he did, because he's telling the he's telling America there's nothing to worry about. I think he's so, got a hidden agenda. That's right. just how I feel. Right. So then what he has to do. So then he and Burks have to go in and do their puffery and tell Trump two million people will die if they don't do the shutdowns. So then Trump says, okay, I'll do the shutdowns. And then suddenly, then it gets downgraded to 240,000. Then it gets downgraded to 60,000. Then you've got Fauci coming out and saying, well, we we still can't reopen because we've got to make sure everybody's got a vaccination first, which is 18 months from now. And at the same time, he's trying to poo-poo a treatment that's saving lives. All that combined, the American people were like, look, dude, we have intentionally shut down and done major economic damage to this country on the basis of your predictions. And now you're not wanting to reopen it. It, it the, the games that he, that you're right. The agenda, whatever it is with this man became really clear to people. So I think that that's why he tried to then, I think he knew his days were numbered. That's why he went on CNN and tried to um, go around Trump. And I think that um, uh, we'll have to see what happens. I think that Trump, Trump kept him, 
because Fauci went and chewed a pine cone to the media today and said that he, you know, misspoke. He was asked a hypothetical question and he didn't answer it very artfully. I say Fauci's days are numbered. And I think at the very, at the very um, most, Fauci, Fauci's not going to be fired, but he's so ineffectual. He might as well be sitting in the corner with a coloring book. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Ed Martin from the Pro America Report. We're going to talk a little bit about Fauci, but we got to get into reopen America. Trump has named his counsel. And I want to hear what Ed Martin has to say about it. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Think it from me, if you're planning to sell your home, it makes sense to work with the best. While most agents make big promises, Jim Bottrell with Ardent Real Estate Services will guarantee to sell your home at a price agreeable to you, or Jim Bottrell will buy it. Guaranteed in writing. Jim, welcome back. How are you able to make such a bold offer? Thanks, Dennis. My offer and answer is simple. I'm able to guarantee your home sold at a price agreeable to you because I already have the buyers. In fact, in my proprietary database of buyers, I have thousands of ready-to-act buyers looking to buy today. As a result, I create higher demand, competitive prices, and many times multiple offers. I have a proven track record of helping sellers net nearly 5.1% more money and selling their homes in one-third less time than the average agent. Think about it. Your home may already be sold. Thanks again, Jim. Friends, here's the number to call. 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or visit jimhasthebuyers.com. jimhasthebuyers.com. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at SurroundSanDiego.com. SurroundSanDiego.com. Diego.com. Connecting you with new customers. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I listen by clicking listen live at theanswersandiego.com. I go to tunein.com or I open the TuneIn app and search The Answer San Diego. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at theanswersandiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County and AM 1170 in San Diego. 
What is it about your community that makes it such a great place for residents and businesses? Find out and join the conversation every Saturday morning at 11 as Chris George, local philanthropist, entrepreneur, and general manager of Team Kia Mazda of El Cajon, hosts The Chris George Show. Chris sits down with members of local business, government, and churches to learn how they can work together to benefit the community. Don't miss The Chris George Show, Saturday mornings at 11 on The Answer San Diego. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans. Saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderlands Cybersecurity. Protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. It is our first Monday after Easter. Hopefully you guys had a great Easter in spite of the fact that you were threatened that if you even went to a church service in your car in a parking lot, you might get a $500 fine. Yeah, it's gone that crazy. You could congregate in a Walmart, child, but you cannot congregate at a church. 888-344-1170. Joining me in a moment is my buddy Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report that you guys need to listen to. You better be listening to Ed every night at 7 p.m. Or I might have to come after you like that governor of Michigan going after people for buying <laughs> seeds, thinking about planting some, uh. some veggies. All right, hang on, Ed, because I got to give my San Diego peeps a little update here on some numbers. Um, as of today... In, in the two months now uh, that we have been tracking deaths uh, associated with COVID, because they are unfortunately attributing uh, COVID, uh, cor- coronavirus deaths, those that are even just assumed, uh, not even necessarily being tested. So in San Diego County, where in which we have over 3 million residents, we now have had a total of 1,847 confirmed cases. This is in the months we've been testing, a total of 47 deaths. The latest two that have been added, one gal was in her late 90s, one um, 100 years old. We uh, had 43 new cases today, 43 new cases yesterday. Uh, the, these, uh, while these deaths are tragic, anytime anybody loses a loved one, our hearts and prayers goes out to these family members. But these low numbers in San Diego could be why, why we had 220 healthcare workers picketing here today at Martin from Palomar Hospital. And the reason why they were picketing is because they were laid off, 220 workers, because Palomar Hospital was designated as a FEMA hospital for the region for coronavirus patients. And guess what, Ed? After telling everybody that needed to have a colonoscopy, a man mammogram and elective surgery dealing with the spinal cord issue like my friend causing her pain none of that y'all couldn't have any of that done here no we got to save this hospital for coronavirus patients it's empty now they've laid off workers ain't it time to reopen america ed martin well i totally agree with you on that i think that i think the i think we um you know we have done i think the we have done what we've done, right? There's some some looking back and saying, you know, should we have done less? Should we have done more earlier? Whatever that is to me, we've done what we've done. And now we have to look at how to go back to work. And, I, you know, when we go back to work, we have to say, hey, we're adults, we're Americans, we don't mind some risk. 
We're willing to take that. Let's measure it out and let's go forward. And I think you're going to see that. I look, I think the president's uh, uh, task force today, which I, you know, I, he previewed that last week. I'm kind of sick of task force. I'm, I'm sick of all of it. I, you know, a few weeks ago on my show, Daryl Issa was on and he revealed that he's been consulting the president with a few others on just this point. He called it a phased reopening. That's what Daryl used to term. I just think at this point, Ugh. we've got to realize, well, we can't, we can't stay the way we are. And I do think we have to be thinking about how to protect some of our community, right? I think we have to be aware of seniors and others. And then we just have to get back to it. So we'll see what happens. Now, look, I, I heard your conversation earlier about Fauci and about Burks and everything. Mm-hmm. I just think that I think very few people recognize how incredible this president is at turning the media against itself. And what I mean by that is now they're attacking Fauci's credibility after they've been lionizing the guy for six weeks, saying he's the smartest guy. He's like Yoda. Here's another one. The president says, I get to open up America. And the the press is now arguing, no, 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 governors get to do it. Of course we know that governors have more power than a president in this case, but the president is able to get them arguing in the direction we want. So look, it's, it is, I'm, I'm a little bit more, you know, I'm married to a doctor and my wife will tell me regularly that this is not the flu. It's, it is also not the bubonic plague, right? So somewhere in between, we have to make our judgment. And I think Americans are ready to get back to work, get back Mm -hmm. to open America up. We're willing to take a risk and we're willing to go for it. We just have to get there. Right. I'm not a comma, a comma MD, but um, I have a degree in business and I have a degree in common sense. And in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. The projections never made sense to me from the jump. I never bought into from the jump. They were voodoo. It was voodoo virus science that was into those projections, which is why I believe Fauci was right in March when he wrote that that um, uh, published that piece of paper in a trade journal in which he said this is likely to be nothing more than than a tough flu season. And he was right then. He used puffed up numbers from people like John Barry intentionally to try to get a shutdown. Now, in the words of Ron Reagan, Ronald Reagan, government never, government never gets smaller. It never, it never gives up. How did he put it? Um, no government ever voluntarily reduces itself in size. And yeah. that's, and that's what has to happen in order for us to reopen it. I, I President Trump put out his, um, efforts to his counsel to lead efforts to reopen the U.S. economy. Uh, Mark Meadows, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, Mnuchin, Larry Kudlow, Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer, and Wilbur Ross. Stephen Moore, as you and I both know, is is um, disappointingly missing from here. I would I would trade 42 Jared Kushner's, 37 and a half Ivanka Trump's for Stephen Moore. <laughs> yeah, no, no, look, I agree with you. And, I, and if you're not getting Stephen Moore's emails every morning, he, he's got an email that's going out about unleashing the economy. I agree with you. But look, I don't even think the task force matters. Look, at the end of the day, I agree with what the president said. He is going to have to make a hard decision on timing. He's getting ready to do that. He doesn't mind it. It's a big deal. And he's going to say to the American people and to the governors, OK, let's get back to work. And I look, I while I agree with you on Reagan's insight, the government never reduces its power or its prestige or its size. I just I have to say, I just trust Trump. I, I don't think he's I don't think he's a fool. I don't think he's being fooled. I think he knows exactly where he is. And look, I don't think of, of anything. I don't think he would have done what he had, what he's done if he didn't see the things that we see. And also more than that, I just I really do. And, I, and now ultimately, wherever again, wherever we got are, however we got here. Now we just have to move ahead. Right. And the ahead has to be adults saying, hey, I'm willing mm-hmm. to take the risk. 
Don't tell me, you know, if somebody says, well, uh, somebody could get sick. Well, there's going to be some of us that get sick. So what? I mean, there was there was. Well, yeah. Some, some, and so it's time to go back and say we did the best we could to slow what was we were told was a problem. Now we're going back. I do think, though, Andrew, I think that this will be borne out. I have to say we're in the first month or two of this disease. It's not going to be as it's not going to be the bubonic plague. It's not going to be the flu in terms of numbers. It's going to be more infectious and it's going to be more deadly because it's more infectious. And well, see, let me interrupt you there. Let let me interrupt you there because we're about out of time. There is nobody that can say without mass testing, uh, which is what which is what Fauci is using as an excuse to keep the shutdowns. You cannot say that it is extremely contagious and extremely uh, has a high mortality rate when we don't know how many people might have it in in this country right now. In fact, Stanford epidemiologists suggest that that there's more than enough evidence to to say that we've had herd immunity here in California for a long time, which is why in a state of 40 million, we've had so few cases that we have people from China coming in here since November with absent testing, which I which is absolutely Trump should have shut that down the second anybody even suggested it. My papers for walking out of my house every day is in the U- U.S. Constitution. Uh, but you cannot say that is extreme, highly contagious and high and has a high mortality rate because those numbers haven't borne out in any country. I got to I, I got to um, my from as a business standpoint in the years that I spent in corporate America, our mantra was keep it simple, stupid, that the more you try to comp the the, the, the most simplest approach and the most yes. and, and the most simple solution was always the way to go. And I get concerned when you've got you've got people that still get a paycheck. Sitting around. I mean, you get these tasks. You know, you're an expert in, in, in the Beltway, man. You know what happens with these politicians. They all get together over chicken salad sandwiches in a boardroom. And six front months from now, you know, they, they still haven't gotten their agenda items on the on the board. All I'm going to say to you, I don't want to get into a long uh, a battle with you. I, I hear all you're saying, and I think that you're right about the management of the economy, that people that think the economy doesn't matter and doesn't cost lives don't understand the economics. I just will say this. What I see and read in, and, and, and study in the ERs, in, in what's happening in hospitals, not to everyone, not, at, not it's not bubonic plague. It is, it is a significant threat. As you say, we need testing. We need serum testing. But we also have to be aware this is not, this is not, um, it's not as simple as saying it's all going to go away because the summer comes on. There's going to still be ramifications. Well, I, I, I don't I don't think that anybody this is a real virus. You can I've maintained from the beginning that you could say that this is a real virus and still understand that the re- response from this is ham handed. And you and Correct. that when you've got Correct. you've got three million people in San Diego and almost no cases and empty hospitals all over the country having to lay off healthcare care workers, then I, I think, you know, I even I, even before going back, I had Jane Orient on the show. Day one into the shutdown, uh, executive director of Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, who said, if we don't have hospitals, she's like, forget all the testing, forget, you know, all this, because at that point we had even barely started a lot of the covid testing. She's like, use your common sense test. If you don't have emergency rooms overflowing with people and everybody calling 911 that they can't breathe, you know, then then you don't have the problem that people were predicting. And so I think that, you know, I think that and it's also not a general population pandemic, only a small percentage are dying from it. And, you know, I wish we had more time. I need to get you back more because I love debating with you because you're you're always smarter than I am. And you're a great debater. Y'all listen to Ed tonight. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Y'all, y'all tune in to Ed tonight at seven for the Pro-America Report. He always gets my juices flowing. That Ed's so smart. 
He is, and he's charming too. All right, we're going to take a break. We've got more when we come back. K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. How do you listen to The Answer San Diego? I downloaded the free Answer San Diego app for iPhone and Android. I like using the iHeartRadio app or going to iHeartRadio.com. I love using my smart speaker. All I have to say is play The Answer San Diego. And there are easy setup instructions at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. I listen by clicking listen live at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. So there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to The Answer San Diego. But don't forget, you can always find us on FM 96.1 in North County at AM 1170 in San Diego. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. At festive Passover celebrations, Jewish people traditionally ask, why is this night different from all other nights? Well, this year, we'll ask, why is this Passover different from all other Passovers? In place of Seder tables packed with family and friends, most of us will dine alone, sitting down only with those who share the same domicile. But Passover in a pandemic does call to mind an often ignored aspect of the original Exodus story. The Jewish people didn't go from slavery to liberation the moment we left Egypt. First, we trekked 50 days to Sinai to receive the law, with 40 more wilderness years after that before entering the promised land. Today's Americans face weeks, even months of continued disruption before resuming normal life. Celebrating Passover alone, my wife and I will recall that true liberation is never instantaneous, but part of a rough, tough, ennobling process. I'm Michael Medved. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. The First Amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in America. Hey, it's Ed Martin of the Pro-America Report. And the number one political documentary of 2019, No Safe Spaces, is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king, Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE25, that's SAVE25, for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit nosafespaces.com today. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film 
no safe spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why, believe it or not, this is really amazing, you won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. Let's beat Corona. We got this, San Diego. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. I know that uh, most of my conservative friends here in San Diego are like, we have got to get things back open. We just, you know... Uh, it doesn't mean that we don't care about the people that have passed away, and it doesn't mean that we don't expect there to be some continued cases. You know, you, if you if you suggest reopening America immediately, that's the shame game, right? Is that people accuse you of not caring at all um, uh, for for human life? I'm the one who's been for years now been talking about the flu and how we need to we need to do more and put more attention on that every year. Um, one of the things that I've also been talking about that y'all know eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I want to hear from you, but Y'all know that I've been one of my complaints about Fauci and Burks is that they don't talk enough about this is not a general population pandemic, as I was saying to my buddy Ed Martin before the break. Uh, this is can it can everybody catch it? Mm, not really. I don't think we've really seen any cases of it. There was a Connecticut governor, I think, who lied and said that a baby had died from it, which wasn't true. Um, some young people have died from it, a small percentage, and they had comorbidity. This is not a general population pandemic. This is it, almost exclusively attacking anybody can get it but when we're talking about hospitalizations when we're talking about deaths we're talking about almost exclusively a combination of elderly and comorbidity like diabetes obesity and beyond and they're not talking about what americans need to do you know this uh, to to boost their immune system the surgeon the the surgeon general i don't know his name he's so handsome um uh Tata skins do you know can you google the name of our, our surgeon general he was talking about the african-american people at the press conference and which is a, a huge percentage of those in new orleans and i get it i'm from the south i'm from new orleans right i know how we don't eat right we don't take care of our bodies down there it's not a surprise to me well he he was criticized for mentioning you saying, hey, maybe stay away from smoking, maybe stay away from alcohol. And it's like, you know, we do need to take it, it, it as though he's some kind of racist. He's African-American. We must be talking about taking a personal responsibility. Uh, so that's another reason why it's shocking that this Michigan governor decides she's not just going to you know, pick which businesses are essential. She's going to deny anybody the right to grow fruits and vegetables in their backyard. We got to be eating more fruits and vegetables. I don't eat enough. I do take my balance of nature every day. It's um, a daily dose actually gives you 10 servings of fruits and vegetables. You, there's no way. Andrea. Who is it? What's it's, his name? Uh, the incumbent is Vice Admiral Jerome Adams. Jerome Adams. He's so articulate. He's just obviously extremely intelligent, obviously cares so much for people. And to assume that, to assert that he's racist because he's saying to his his own community, hey, y'all stop smoking. Stop eating bad foods. You know, back off the alcohol. You know, do something about your immune system. For me, it's balance in nature. Take it every day. 
they actually have health coaches. If you, if you want to get some, call 800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Go to balanceofnature.com. Use the discount code HEALTH, H-E-A-L-T-H, and they have uh, coaches there that will help you. We must start, whether it's, whether it's coronavirus or whether it's any flu. And by the way, 4 million people die a year from pneumonia. And let me tell you, another reason why it matters that the CDC is telling doctors to label all deaths of anything from a respiratory illness or anything related to respiratory illness or pneumonia. One of the reasons why it's such a problem with them doing that arbitrarily without testing is there is something like a friend of mine's a doctor and he and he um, posted a picture of the government's coding. And I think he showed, I think, 15 or 20 different respiratory illnesses and different types of influenzas, things that cause pneumonia. And there's codes for each. And it's important that it be designated correctly because it's important information for the heirs. It also affects the treatment. So it's not a small thing that the CDC is for the first time telling people, it don't matter if you test them or not, label anybody who dies with a respiratory illness or pneumonia as coronavirus. Fauci and Burks would need to do that if they didn't need to boost their numbers. We need to reopen America. And one reason why is because um, there's a great article in Federalist today about, um, about all the different areas from mayors and governors all around the country it's so you know they're and all the different ways that they have just become such little dictators and it's so hypocritical of course the democrats are saying how dare trump say that he can he can you know tell governors when they can reopen uh that's so unconstitutional in an attempt to try to maintain power that has been nothing but a commie constitutional power grab from these from these governors and did you know uh dj potato skins that in um some areas um there was um somebody that was yanked off of a public bus no i had not uh, heard that uh, yeah um for just arbitrarily there were parents have been arrested for playing with their children in public parks. We had a man. I don't know if you saw the video being chased down alone on a beach. Yeah, I actually heard uh, and I don't remember the state. I'll have to see if I can find it. But they a neighbor ratted out somebody because they saw a group, a very small group of people. It was like three or four people going over to apparently their friend's house to have a gathering and they were all wearing masks or whatever. And apparently they were fined. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, in there was one case that's interesting in Louisville, Kentucky, Kentucky, the mayor, Greg Fisher, decided to ban drive in church services in Easter uh, on Holy Sunday, one day before um, uh, the, the Christians that were. This is according to the Federalist article. Um, so on Thursday before Good Friday, Fisher declared that drive in services would be illegal. He threatened to arrest uh, and uh, put criminal penalties for anyone who dared to violate his order. Well, a good news for this is a federal judge decided, uh, good news for Louisville, a federal judge stepped in and issued a temporary restraining order. And his quote is, the mayor's decision is stunning and it is beyond all reason unconstitutional. And this is really important because DJ Potato Skins, our friend of the Andrea K. Show, Mark Moisier, who ran for Secretary of State for California, is an attorney. Uh, he specializes in election law and pu- public policy law. He is associated with the Dillon Law Group, sent me an email today that the Center of American Liberty, in coordination with the Dillon Law Group, and Harmeet Dillon's been on the show many times. She's committee chairwoman for the Republican National Committee. They have filed a First Amendment lawsuit against Governor Gavin Newsom, California Attorney General Zavia Becerra, 
and named uh, county officials in the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California for criminalizing the free exercise of religion. Today's suit, the email says, Gish versus Newsom demands religious liberty beyond Easter Sunday. Among clients represented is Rep, uh, Reverend James Moffat, a pastor in Riverside County who was fined $1,000 for holding a Palm Sunday service. From Quote from Harmeet Dillon, criminalizing individual participation at a church, synagogue, mosque, temple, or other house of worship clearly violates the First Amendment. The state and localities have granted sweeping ex- exemptions to the shutdown orders for favored businesses and professions, while specifically targeting people of faith and decreeing to religious institutions that it is, quote, good enough that they be allowed to offer streaming video services. The state does not get to dictate the method of worship to the faithful. She goes on to say the past weekend, this past weekend, both San Bernardino County and Riverside County allowed practicing Christians to congregate in varying capacities outside their homes. Um, while giving in to criticism or respecting Christians' right to religious liberty on Easter Sunday was undeniably the right decision, the government may not selectively license religious liberty to Christians on Easter Sunday. So just because a few people decide to do something good, it's like, oh, okay, we're going to pander to the Christian. Oh, we'll let you do this this Sunday. No, 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 no. Uh, She says, when government picks and chooses who gets exemptions and who doesn't, according to entirely arbitrary and opaque criteria, this offends the Constitution and causes irreparable harm. So um, I am so excited. I've reached out to Mark Moisier to get him on the show. This is what needs to happen. Trump does not have the right, in my opinion, we are a republic of states. I don't think he can go to Gavin Newsom and tell him you must do A, B, and C. But what he can do is he can say that the Department of Justice and A.G. Barr supposedly see, uh, um, he says he's monitoring what's been going on in the states. Not good enough. They need, the Department of Justice needs to start filing lawsuits against state and local officials who are violating constitutional rights. And that will solve a lot of these problems and get a whole lot of businesses reopened. Speaking of businesses, uh, Facebook reached out to me, their head of public policy, and says that they've got help for small businesses available through Facebook. Hey, I ain't a spokesperson for Facebook, but I'll have them on if they've got a way to help small businesses. So stay tuned because they will be here next. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Wouldn't it be nice to have best friends who also happen to be doctors? Dr. Tess Mauricio, renowned board-certified dermatologist, cosmetic surgeon, and regenerative medicine pioneer, along with her Stanford Medical School classmate and husband of 22 years, healthy living expert Dr. James Lee will be your doctor best friends. Join Dr. Tess and Dr. James Sundays at 10 a.m. to get advice and your questions answered. Don't miss Soul to Skin MD Sundays at 10 a.m. on The Answer San Diego. 
With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earn that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any part you don't need. Call Jackson and Foster for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks down 2% on average all day and down 1% on average. Corona continues to dominate the news, but attention turns to the idea of a return to normal. First quarter earnings season begins this week. As usual, it will be guidance, if there is any, that will call the tune. Goldman Sachs, however, says that the market bottom is in. Boeing to resume work on its defense projects up in Washington. Amazon up 128 points near its record high today, hired 100,000 new people, and now wants 75,000 more. New online grocery accounts, by the way, go on a waiting list. The system's just overwhelmed. Apple to have four new phone products this fall. Qualcomm says the big 5G changes are delayed, not ended by corona. Worldwide, there are 70 corona treatments and vaccines under research or testing. And grocery food prices up 83% since March as stay-at-home, eat-at-home requirements boost the price. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. During the break, I was cruising through Instagram. Yeah, I'm always on the gram. I just can't get enough of the dog videos and stuff. So I read this. Uh, I don't know who that, there's a blue check mark here. I don't write Octavia Spencer. I don't know who that is. Today marks three weeks of isolation without sugar, walking three miles a day, no meat, dairy, or flour. The change has been fantastic. I feel great. Zero alcohol, a healthy vegan diet, gluten-free, caffeine-free, sugar-free, and a two-hour home workout each day. At this point, I'm starting to really be resentful of whoever this person is. Lost 30 pounds of fat and gained muscle mass. And then I read, I have no idea who status this is, but I'm really proud of them. So I decided to copy paste. <laughs> I love this because aren't you guys getting tired of all these people in isolation posting all this stuff about how they've learned, you know, Mandarin while they were making homemade, you know, um, you know, fortune cookies with inspirational sayings inside, you know, while doing, you know, Pilates. I mean, come on, child, get real. Speaking of social media. Uh, joining me now is Anna Martinez from Facebook. She's head of public policy and community engagement. And I'm, I'm excited to have her on I, because I had no idea that Facebook even had somebody at, at head of public policy. But uh, there's a few areas that Facebook has decided to dedicate to help people and one including small business. And it got my attention and made me very curious. And she joins me now. Hi, Anna Martinez. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, so have you done anything like was in the Instagram post or in your isolation, uh, you know, learn how to knit a sweater while also, you know, learning how to clog at the same time, miraculous things like that? 
I definitely have been keeping up with some of the fitness lives that have been going on, wishing I could join in, but things have been... <laughs> I have not kept up, to say the okay. least. Well, thank you for admitting it, because I'm very suspicious of all these people posting all day long of all these amazing things that they're doing while they're in isolation. I'm not buying it. Um, okay, so you guys have a few things that caught my eye, tools to help people that are empowering people right now. And one is called the Small Business Resource Hub. Tell us about that and how it's helping small business. Yeah, no, absolutely. And thank you for having me. And I hope everyone listening is staying healthy and safe. But one of the things we're working on is to make sure we're sharing information and best practices to um, small businesses during this time as they're trying to figure out what the dynamic they'll be doing given coronavirus. And one thing we've rolled out is our business resource hub, which um, provides kind of a different tool set for folks to leverage during this time. It includes um, five different steps businesses can take today to make sure they're keeping up with their social media presence if they are still providing services online um, to their customers. In addition to that, we also have um, two additional links that are included in there, one of them being linking to the SBA.gov page, which provides more information on payment protection programs that they have going on during coronavirus and then relief loans. The other one is our small business grants program. So we announced um, earlier last month that we would be providing $100 million grants program to small businesses. And um, last week, we actually announced that $40 million will be allocated to the United States for small businesses where we act, we have a Facebook office presence. Wow. Um, what are some of the, what is the qualification for someone? Now, this is separate from what the government is doing. This is just with Facebook? Correct. So this is separate. This is just with Facebook. They're all Facebook grants. And so um, I encourage anybody who's interested in learning more to go to facebook.com slash business um, grants program, and they'll be able to get more information and details. Um, But essentially, it's going to be 30,000 small businesses are going to be eligible in more than 30 um, different countries and here in the United States. Um, That includes anyone anywhere where we have a presence. And so that, as you know, California is a place we call home with our headquarters being in Menlo Park and some presence in the Bay Area in addition to Los Angeles. So those small businesses living in those communities will have the opportunity to apply. Awesome. uh, Can you give us an idea of what some of the criteria might be? I know a lot of people, I've heard from quite a few small business owners that they've been frustrated um, with the confusion surrounding uh, the SBA loans and stuff with the government. And I don't know if it's because I think that it has to do with some criteria, whether or not, you know, how your business is set up, maybe whether or not you've got existing business relationships with certain banks. Can you clarify a little bit about what you guys are looking for for criteria? Because I want to make sure that people are, are excited to hear that this is an opportunity, but I don't, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't really know if there might be, I feel like we need to be clear if there's some, some requirements or things that, that may make somebody uh, not unqualified. Absolutely. Yeah. So in addition to um, having your small business in one of the locations where we have an office here in the United States, um, we also require that the um, business have been in business for at least a year um, and then that they employ anywhere. This is dedicated to small businesses to between two and 50 employees. Um, And part of the application will include them to include how they've been impacted by coronavirus. 
I love that, especially the two to 50 employees, because to me, that's who's hurting the worst, you know, particularly down here. I'm I'm in San Diego. Um, Is there anything related to industries? Because, I mean, clearly fast food seems like they're doing okay. Um, It seems like for at least in the San Diego County area, I would say um, uh, anything gig economy related, anything related to like salons, you know, there, there, you know, there's so many people that, um, that, that they kind of don't fit in a neat criteria. We've also got, of course, the restaurant and hospitality industry. Are there specific industries you guys are looking for? Um, for the grant application, if you meet those um, three set criteria, then you are all small businesses are eligible so long as they meet that criteria. When it comes to our small business resource hub that I mentioned earlier on, we actually have tailored guides that we've provided for industries just like you mentioned. So some of the industry guides you'll see will include for restaurants and cafes, retail stores, salons and spas, fitness and recreation centers. And this kind of gives them best practices that they can leverage based on the industry they're focusing on. Oh, I love that kind of tips on because it's kind of like writing a grant proposal and very few people, you know, have training in that. Right. Correct. Yes. And and the applications that we partnered with a third party um, team called Eureka, who is providing kind of the, the process for the grant application and through the application, once it goes live, people will got to get an idea of um, the information that they need to compile and, and the answers they need to require. But um, more information to come as the applications roll out across the country. Okay. You've got a couple of the other hubs I want to touch on in the, in the few mo- minutes we have left. You have the Faith on Facebook resource hub and the local alerts tool. Tell me about those. Yeah, so we have um, Faith on Facebook Resource Hub, which I also encourage any community leader or faith leader um, to check it out. It's at facebook.com slash community slash faith. And one of the things we included in there, so we know that faith leaders are grappling with the unexpected challenge of serving members who are concerned about gathering in person. And so we're committed to do the best we can to support them during this time. So through there, you'll actually find six steps faith leaders can take today to stay connected with the community. Um, In addition to that, we actually rolled out a um, Faith on Facebook toolkit that gives some of the best practices as well as how they can leverage some of our tools, such as Facebook Live and Facebook Groups, to still connect with their communities. And you know, it's been really great seeing some of the creative content we've seen. For example, the Grace Church San Diego has been using Facebook Live for their worship services um, to keep their congregation united. And so they come on Facebook Live every Sunday from 8, um, and they have four different slots where they go Facebook Live on that. So that's a great tool and resource toolkit that's already prepared for faith leaders in the faith community. That's awesome. You know, there's so many people, particularly over a certain age, you know, to where it's like they're just not really tech savvy or so many people really on Twitter. Nowadays, a lot of people have moved to Twitter. I'm still I'm still all about Facebook and love Facebook Live. And so, you know, I I love these tools. Tell me about the local alerts tool. Yeah, so the local alert is dedicated more for your state and local um law enforcement, emergency management services, and health department, um, Facebook pages entities. And so what this allows them to do is there's a specific tool that they can leverage that generates an alert to all of their followers about any new, whether it be order that they've placed in or any update about um, coronavirus or things like that. And this is unique from an actual post because it, it notifies everyone who's following them and it kind of pins the post up top to Ooh. make the alert visible for anyone visiting their Facebook page. 
Well, I love it. I had no idea you guys were doing this. I, I, I got to be straight up, though, while I've got you on the phone. I'm so excited you guys are doing this. I'm sure you know that Facebook's gotten a little bit of a bad rap in the conservative community. And um, particularly, you know, those, you know, Christians feeling like they've had their posts blocked or, you know, been put in, F, you know, Facebook jail, you know, because of something. And so, you know, I, I still am a great user of Facebook and love it. And so I just that's why I wanted to have you guys on, because I think that some of these things that you're doing are really good and helpful. Um, in a minute, though, I want you to, uh, here, here's an opportunity for you to reassure people about data mining and data. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, oh, you know, at Facebook, our mission is to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together. And at a time like this, this has not been more important than us ever before than right now, um, to make sure people are staying connected with the people that matter the most. And like we've seen, Everyone has control with their Facebook and what information when they want to pull out. And privacy is at the core of everything we do. Um, so this is a great opportunity, too, for people to see our privacy checkups that we have available to make sure that they're comfortable with um, the, t- the settings that they have set in place and what they want to share with um, people they're connecting with during this time. Well, I thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody again, um, it's for um, how, to f- how to find each of these tools, each of these hubs on Facebook. Yes, absolutely. So for the Facebook Resource Hub, you can go to facebook.com slash business slash booth. All right. We're out of, I'm so sorry, Anna Martinez. We're out of time. Thank you so much for being here. I'll be right back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Peace out.